Everybody's creating an online course these days. Like literally everybody, maybe even your mom. Okay. So in a sea of online courses, what's going to make your course stand out from the rest? Well, the simple answer is if your course or courses can change the life of your student. And that's a big thing to say, but can your course create transformation, a real positive life change in your customer? If it can, you, my friend, will have customers and students for life. Your brand reputation will soar. You'll be in business forever. You will be good to go. So the question is, Graham, how do I create a life-changing course? And what's the difference between a life-changing course and every other online course on the market today? Well, there's not just one thing you can do. There are actually three things that if you do, you will create life-changing courses, which will only create a life-changing business, which will only help you and your students. So that's what I want to talk about in today's episode. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 123 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Who else? Hope you're doing well today. We're talking about online courses again. This is a huge part of the passive income business model that I teach, and it's a huge part of both of my businesses. And so we talk about online courses a lot. Uh, there's a lot of information on like how to film one and how to launch it, and, and that's important. But today we got to go a little bit deeper, how to make one that truly makes a difference in people's lives. So if you already have an online course, this could maybe help you update it. If you are about to launch an online course, it might help give you some ideas to make sure your course goes from good to great. If you've never launched an online course and you're like dipping your toes in the water of all of this online business stuff and you're like, okay, I need to figure this thing out before I ever take a lick of action. Well, I can appreciate you watching or listening and educating yourself, but I also want you to take action while you learn. I don't want you to wait until you've figured it all out. So I want to give you something to help you launch your first mini course in the next 30 days to go from literally zero audience, zero income, zero idea maybe of what you could be teaching or selling online to launching your first mini course in the next 30 days. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. It is a simple PDF, my friend, that gives you bullet points of what to do week one, week two, week three, week four to begin building your audience, clarifying your idea, and then guess what? Launching and selling a course that you're actually going to build as you sell it, which is pretty cool. So you can literally make money 30 days from now. You're not going to be making millions or hundreds of thousands in 30 days, but you could make three, four, five, six hundred dollars in the next 30 days and be getting paid to build out your first mini course and sort of curate your first little bit of an audience, which is the beginning of an online business. So if that sounds like something you want, something you need, if you want to take action, then you need to download my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to link to it below the video. grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Okay, let's first talk about online courses today. Most of them suck. Can we just get that out of the way? Most of them are awful. And I'm sorry to use that kind of language, but it is 
frustrating to be an online course creator because I get associated with so much garbage, right? There's a great YouTube series, Caravan of Garbage, and it just talks about awful movies and how it just turned out to be awful. I feel like today's online courses are just a caravan of garbage. Um, anytime you see a trend or anytime you see something working, especially if it relates to money-making, everyone wants to jump on it and they just want to do the bare minimum um, to cash in on, on the trend. I don't think online courses are a trend, um, which is maybe a topic for another day. Um, but I think we're really at the front of a 40, 50 year wave. So we are at, we are in the early stages. People say, oh, Graham, you started in the early days earlier than today. Yeah, but we are all right now in the early days. So believe it, it's going to be a long time going. Why? Because education isn't going away and online courses aren't a trend. They're just the next step, the next evolution of college online or any kind of, you know, community classes, seminars, things like that, that have been going on forever. So we're in the middle of online courses being the thing. Everyone wants to make them. Everyone who even maybe listening to me like, oh, great passive income. I want to make money doing nothing. I should have an online course. So what do they do? They go launch something that's garbage, that's rushed, that just is slapped together. They might have Kajabi, good for them, but then they're just selling crap online. And so that's the reality most courses aren't very good. Now, that's not you, hopefully. And if you're listening to me, if you are willing to trust me as your coach or mentor through the interwebs, uh, then hopefully you're listening to what I'm preaching every single week here and implementing it. Because what I'm trying to help you do is create a real, genuine, life-changing business that helps people. And that involves not just your marketing or you know your product suite and what you set up but it involves the actual contents of your courses. So most courses they don't care about life change. They care about what? The sale. They care about the sale. So what is that going to lead to? That's going to lead to online courses that are, you know, have a catchy name um, that hopefully have great positioning and great marketing. That's why all anybody cares about is sales copy, uh, you know, headlines um, you know, conversion, you know, hacks on your sales page. Do you need this color button or do you put the button here? All anyone wants to talk about is how to make the sale. They don't actually seem to care. Maybe they do, but there's not a lot of talk about what happens after the sale. Do people, A, even watch your course, consume the material? They don't care. B, if they do, does it get them results? How good is the material, by the way, anyway? Does it make them really glad they purchased? Does it make them want to buy more from you? Does it make them want to tell their friends or even their enemies about how great your course is? No one seems to be talking about that. No one seems to care. So that's a big difference. If all you care about is the sale, and that might be you know extreme. So if the majority of what you care about is the sale, then you might do just that. You might sell a lot of copies but it's gonna eventually go away because eventually people are gonna wise up to the fact that what they bought was eh, mediocre at best. I don't want a business that's eh, mediocre at best. Like I actually care about what I'm putting out into the world because I care about you actually having life change. So we have to talk about that. Okay, so there's three things, three things that if you do these things, 
your courses will lead to life change. And why is life change so important? Because if you change someone's life, like I said at the top of this episode, they will be a student or a customer for life. Think about a product or a service or a brand that you interacted with that might sound dramatic, created life change for you. Is there a product that has saved you so much time that you're just so grateful for, the convenience of it? Is there a product that has made your life more comfortable? Is there a product that your interaction with that brand was just so powerful that you just were delighted that that brand existed and you genuinely are happier anytime you think about that brand or interact with their products? That's what we want people to feel like. Those are the warm fuzzies we want people to have when they interact with our content and specifically with our online courses. Because if we do that, that's how you get that brand loyalty spread throughout the the world and the interwebs without you having to do anything. When people are talking about your brand, when people email you, send in testimonials because they just loved what your course did for them, you will be in business forever. It's hard to quantify. This is not a metric that you can just check in an analytic somewhere, but this is the difference between good courses and good brands and great courses and great brands. So there's three things. Let's dive in right away. Okay. Number one, you ready for this? Encourage and empower. Two of the three E's we've talked about when we're talking about content a few weeks ago, the third one being educate. I'm assuming you're going to actually educate, but there's a difference between educating an online course and encouraging and empowering. So I want to break that down. Okay. First of all, let's talk about there's bad teachers, good teachers, and great teachers. Bad teachers are people who know the subject material. Okay. They understand the topic, but they're not good at communicating and teaching it. They can't really educate, right? You remember those high school or college professors that you had who you could tell were really smart. They understood a lot about physics or they were a history buff or they were a great um, you know, consumer of literature. And so you knew they were smart. They knew stuff, but they couldn't communicate it to you in a way that you remembered it, right? They couldn't educate. So that's a bad teacher. So just because you know something about your subject doesn't mean you're a good, you know, teacher. And this is this is evident. There's a bunch of online courses with people who they they clearly know a lot but I don't know what they're saying. So we don't want I'm going to I'm assuming you're not that, but that is a skill that you have to develop. So when you begin your online journey, you're going to have to move from being a subject matter expert, maybe that language is too too strong for you, so you don't have to be an expert if that scares you, but you have to know a lot about the subject. You have to move from that to learning how to teach and communicate that to people. That's why I always encourage people to not just launch a course until they've taught it to somebody, right? So even in my 30-day online income jumpstart, if you follow that that path, you're going to have taught you're going to have taught a bunch of the material before you ever sell a course. Realistically, you're going to pick an online business niche or topic based on something you've probably already been helping people with. And if you've been helping people with it, you've been teaching it to them. So I'm going to assume that you know how to teach the how, because that's going from bad teacher to good teacher. A good teacher can teach someone how to do it. That's where a lot of online courses are. They will teach you how to do something. 
And if you think that that's all an online course needs to do is teach someone how to do something, you're, you're half right. That could be okay. You could make the sale and you could make a customer go, okay, cool. But that, okay, cool is not how do you build a, a, a perennial bestseller. That's not how you build a brand that's so strong that you don't have to follow a bunch of marketing trends or pump a bunch of money into ads to keep your business afloat. It just stays afloat because people know that you are quality. We want to move beyond just teaching the how to moving to what a great teacher does. And do you know what a great teacher does? A great teacher not just teaches how to do something, but a great teacher makes the student believe that she can do it. Do you see the difference? A great teacher communicates the material in such a way that the student believes that she can actually do it. She can picture herself actually taking action and getting results. So that's a very big difference between, okay, here's how you record a drum kit to sound good. Here's how you build an online course. Okay, that is very important and you should have lots of how. Be very clear about the how. We're gonna get into that in a second. But you have to go beyond that to not just teaching the how, but empowering and encouraging your student in such a way that after going through a module or a video or the whole course, she's like, not only do I know how to do it, I actually believe that this is possible for me. I actually can picture myself doing it. And you know what? I'm actually gonna go take my first bit of action. That, the action that your students take is what leads to life change, not you, not even your course. And that's the frustrating part about being a teacher is that you can't make your students take action. Any good school teacher knows this. You can only present the material, but you have to go beyond presenting the material. What else can we do as a teacher to get them to, to get results and to take action? Only thing we can do is to not just teach the how, but sprinkle in a healthy dose of an encouragement. Like you can do this. This is hard at first. Empathy. I understand these are some of the, the you know, stumbling blocks. These are some of the, the mental scripts. These are some of the objections you're gonna have that this isn't gonna work or this is where you're gonna get tripped up. So you're, you're addressing those early on and then moving them beyond those objections to say, but in spite of what you believe that this might lead to this or this isn't gonna work, here's why it will work. Here's why you can do this. You don't have to be an expert to launch an online course. You understand this is why I teach all this stuff in my courses. I've written this book. It's coming out in March, How to Get Paid for What You Know. There's an entire section in this book where I'm trying to explain to people and encourage people that they don't have to feel like a subject matter expert to start an online business and launch a course. Why am I taking time to do that? Because I don't wanna just teach them, here's how you make a course. Here's how you launch it in Kajabi. Here's the emails you send. That will mean nothing to them if they're still stuck at the beginning saying, I'm not an expert. Why should I create a course? So I'm, I'm anticipating those objections. And how do I know that? By just interacting with the people that I've been teaching for free. That's why you should always be pumping out free content because you, you learn where there's a gap, where there's a roadblock. So I, I've internalized, okay, most of my students get stuck at feeling like, well, Graham, I, I don't have a degree in this, right? I don't have a certificate or I'm not certified or I don't have letters at the end of my name or I haven't been doing this for long or no. It seems silly to think of myself as an expert. Okay, people get stuck there. So we got to talk about the fact that 70% of 
all working professionals, doctors, lawyers, school teachers, business owners, 70% of working professionals, according to the uh, study in the, the journal Behavioral Science, deal with imposter syndrome. They feel like they are an imposter, that they're going to be found out. When the moment I start to, to empathize with my students and, and come alongside them and say, you know what, you're not alone in feeling this. In fact, doctors feel this way. And they have a degree, multiple degrees and fancy letters after their name. It kind of helps people feel like, oh, maybe this is normal. And then I walk them through, why will people listen to them and buy their course if they're not an expert, quote unquote. And I break down why people buy courses to begin with. And one of those reasons it's not, they're not looking for expertise. They're looking for someone to get them results. And so it really changes what's the bar. And so all this to say, do you see how I'm taking great pains or making great pains to, to encourage and empower my students to feel like, you know what, Graham's right. I, I, can, I can do this. Maybe somebody will listen to me, even though I'm just a guy in my bedroom. Hey, that was me. When I started the recording revolution, I was just a guy in my bedroom. And I wish somebody told me, Graham, you don't have to be an expert on this. You can just start sharing what you know and what you believe will help people. Okay. So if you can move from just teaching the how to empowering people to believe that they can do it to if they can envision themselves taking action and achieving that result, oh my gosh, you're going to have a much higher percentage of your students completing the course, taking action on the course, getting results, which leads to life change, which leads to testimonials, which leads to all kinds of good stuff. So encourage and empower, that's number one. Number two, and I can't believe I'm having to make this a point in an episode, teach the truth. <laughs> Teach the darn truth. Everyone is selling the dream. Now, don't get me wrong. When it comes to sales copy, you must know what their dream is and you must talk to their dream and you must sell the dream because the dream is what they're buying. They're not buying a course. They want the results, right? So you have to understand that. But what I mean by everyone selling the dream is it, it's not just in the sales copy. That's in, in the actual course itself. It's all just whatever people want to hear, whatever people want to hear. And that changes depending on what's trendy in the moment. So some, in some seasons of, of the history of the world and in some parts of the world and in maybe some industries, and it fluctuates, the trend has been and might be that you can do anything if you just set your mind to it. And, and there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of bogusness to that. There's, there's, I, I can't be a great basketball player or I, I won't ever be drafted by the NBA because I'm five foot eight and a half or whatever it is, right? And that half is very important, okay? I'm never gonna be tall enough to be drafted to the NBA. Um, I can't flap my arms and fly. So, you know, I'm being a little dramatic, but there's some elements of that that are bogus. But there's, there was a season for sure in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up that that was like the message, like, you know, it's all about, if you just believe you can do it, you can do it. And so if that's trendy, then I'm just picking on that phrase. If it's that's trendy, that's what's gonna be in the courses. And that's just gonna be pushed and pushed and pushed. Why is that pushed? Because that's what people wanna hear. That's what people want to hear. There is a huge movement, and I'm not gonna get into it right now, maybe for another day. There's a ton of, of, of content coming out now, especially in the online business world, about manifesting Results, manifesting a million dollar business. Just, just putting it out into the universe and the universe will give you whatever you want. 
That's what people want to hear. And so I'm seeing that in the online business space become more and more. It used to be very, very under the ground because it was kind of goofy and people would make fun of it. Now it's not goofy anymore. Now it's it's trendy because that's what people want to hear. So there's online business gurus teaching that. Yeah, manifest your business. Just, just wish for it and the universe will give it to you. Okay, that doesn't help anybody because <clears throat> it's kind of bogus, but that's what people want to hear. So that's what people will give them. I don't want you to do that. Never do that. I want you to give people the truth. Now, there might be a difference. If you genuinely believe that to be true, I, I can't argue with that because that's what you believe, okay? But the point is more important that you should know, if you, if you know the subject you're teaching, what it takes to get results. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't tell people what you think they want to hear. Tell them the truth. Um, someone who does this well is Dave Ramsey. Okay, he's a financial coach, he has a radio show, YouTube channel, millions of listeners, multi-million dollar business. Um, it's phenomenal what he's built. But one thing you have to, whether you like him or not, one thing you have to respect about Dave Ramsey is in the world of money and finance, what do people want to be told? Well, that they're, if they're in a bunch of debt and they have no money, they can get out of the situation quickly. What is the shortcut to have all my debt canceled and to all of a sudden be super wealthy? I want something now, I want results quickly. Dave Ramsey is one of the few people that will tell you, this is gonna take 18 to 24 months just to get your debt paid off and then it's gonna take you decades to build wealth. That's not very appealing to most people. Most people want a shortcut, but he's willing to tell people the truth. And you know what he's rewarded with by telling people the truth? Loyalty. His listeners, his fans are very loyal to him. And one of the reasons why is he doesn't really sugarcoat things. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about trendy, fast shortcuts. He just gives you the slow, he talks about the tortoise and the hare, you know, the story of the tortoise and the hare. He says, every time I read that book, the tortoise wins. And he, he, his joke is like, look, I'm gonna teach you the slow way because it's the only way and it works. And people trust him and are thankful because he teaches the truth. So what are those elements in your field? What are those elements in your, in your subject matter that aren't very popular, but they're the truth. They actually lead to results. In the recording space, producing music, Everyone seemed to want to hear, oh, just tell me what microphone to buy or what piece of software to buy or, you know, what another, they want, they want a piece of equipment to buy that's going to help my recordings and my music sound professional. And I was the guy coming in and I've been doing it for 12 years saying, there's nothing that you're going to buy that's going to make your recording sound good. You know why? Because you suck at recording. Like you are the problem. You are the bottleneck. So let's work on you. It's not it's not gear or purchases that are gonna help you get better recordings. It's learning a better framework, it's education. And then guess what? It takes tons of years to, to get good at this. Now there's some shortcuts that can help you get good faster in certain areas, but it's gonna take you time. So I was the guy telling people, stop wasting your money on crap. Instead, invest in yourself. And that's slower and that's not what people wanna hear, but it's the truth. And it's very controversial in my space, but it, guess what? My students that listen to me, they, they were super grateful and super loyal, still are loyal to this day because what? I tell them the truth. It's the same in online business. People build online courses and expect to have these high conversion rates. Well, certainly 50% of my email list will buy. Oh, 
if I'm super conservative, 10% of my email list will buy, when the reality is half a percent to 1% of your email list are likely to buy. And I will tell my students that. Why? Because I want them to know the truth. I don't want them to get discouraged. I don't want them to have these, I don't want to blow smoke up their butt and be like, dude, yeah, if you can have, you can make $10,000 a month with a hundred person email list. I only know one person personally that can do that. She's one of the students in my mastermind. She's, she's like my spirit animal because she's just got these amazing high ticket coaching products and has found a way to just convince her small email list to buy it. So she's doing great. She's the only one I know. So she's the exception to the rule. So I'm not going to tell people that that's normative. I'm going to tell people, you know, you need three to 500 people on your email list before you really consider launching a full-blown course or you can expect to launch something, but you're just going to make a, a few hundred bucks. And if you just want that quick win, that's fine too which is what I teach in my 30-day online income jumpstart. But I'm not going to get their expectations up. I'm going to teach them the truth. If you can teach your students the truth, it's not as sexy probably. It's not what they want to hear maybe. But they will trust you and be grateful that they know when Graham speaks, I can trust that he's telling me the truth. He's not just saying something because he has a podcast or a YouTube channel. He's not just saying something to get clicks. Like he, he's willing to say something that's controversial, something that's not as sexy because it's true. And so then I believe that he's for me. So therefore, whatever else he says, I'm going to pay attention to it and I'm going to do it. They're going to get results and they're going to be loyal students forever. So teach the truth. Final thing you can do to create online courses that actually lead to life change. And that is very, very simple. And that is be available for your students. Be available. As much as I love passive income, and as much as what I'm trying to teach you to build, whether it's in my course, Automatic Income Academy, or when I'm helping students scale in my memberships, the six-figure coaching community, a lot of scaling is automation. That's why I'm big on online courses as opposed to service-based businesses. If you have online courses, and you have an email funnel and you have a, a lead magnet that converts and you have a content strategy and all links together, well, my friend, you can make money while you sleep. And the whole beauty of an online course is that it can sell and serve your people and you don't have to be involved in the process. That's how you scale. That's how you win your time back and increase your income. But what that doesn't mean is that you just disappear. What a lot of people are doing selling online courses is they are, they're running ads to a webinar or to a tripwire product that leads to a webinar that sells the higher ticket course. And all they care about, again, at the beginning, like we talked about, is the sale. They hope to make the sale. They have a team that'll take the refund if you think it's crap, which most people will think it's crap, but they're, they're willing to deal with that. And they're just going to let the course go. And they're, they're not available for their students if their students need help, but not you. You're going to be available. What does this mean? Well, there's a few ways this can look. Number one, you can have a private community. If you have Kajabi, this could be a free Kajabi community that's private that you set up. This could be a Facebook group, whatever you want. Some place that when your students join, they can be dumped into this community where other students of your course are talking and asking questions and you and or a moderator can be in there regularly just answering questions if they get stuck. Another way to do this is to just have comments turned on inside of your course backend. So for example, I use Kajabi and in Kajabi on your courses, you can have comments on or off. And if you have them on, it's just like a YouTube video, right? They watch a video module of your course and then they can leave a comment below. And typically this is great for questions like, okay, Graham, this is awesome, but I'm confused about 
when you're doing the last closing cart emails on the launch week, when exactly did you send out that second email or why do you send this number of emails? If they need to, to clarify something, they can leave a comment below. When I log into Kajabi on the dashboard, it just shows me any new comments across any of my courses that have come in, which is beautiful. So I can just click on that. I don't even have to log into the actual course and I can see what comments or questions have come in and I can respond to them right there. If there's, if it's a response to another comment, I can see the context of that comment. All that stuff is there. And so what I like to do is every week I'm in the comments and I'm answering my students' questions. So I'm available to them to clarify things. When they buy a course, they're not just getting information. They're not just getting videos. They're getting a form of access to me. And I like to offer it in the form of comments and being able to answer and ask questions inside the course. The third way you can do this is email support. So I allow my students to also email in. If they are a paying customer and they have a specific question, I generally will answer those questions. Okay. If they're a non-paying customer, so they're not a customer, <laughs> if they're just a student that watches my free stuff or listens to the podcast, depending on how many emails I get in, I'll try to answer those questions as well. But if it's a paying customer and they have a course like, hey, Graham, I'm inside your community. I had a question about this. Hey, Graham, I'm watching your, your course, Automatic Income Academy, I had a question about this. I will respond to every single one of those emails. Why? Because they paid to be a student and I want to go above and beyond and be available because sometimes things aren't clear in a course. Or sometimes a course just leads to good follow-up questions. A lot of times engaging with your students when they have follow-up questions or clarifying questions leads to either enhancing the product because I realize there's a gap in the education or there's something I could add, a video I could add that could enhance the course. Or sometimes they lead to other products entirely. My entire membership, the Six Figure Coaching Community, was born out of a few customers in my course, Automatic Income Academy, who felt like they needed accountability and community. Now, I knew I wanted a membership as part of my product roadmap, but it was largely informed by feedback and interaction with my paying customers inside of my course. And that has led to now a kick-butt membership that's crushing it, hitting all my income goals for it and beyond, and the students in that community are more amazing than ever before. And, and, and the support in there is amazing. And a lot of that is largely impacted by engagement with my paying customers over here that led to me making a better membership. Does that make sense? So just be available. You get to pick what that looks like. A free community that's private, answering questions through comments inside of your course backend and or email support. So those are the three things, encourage and empower. Don't just teach how, teach in such a way that your students can picture themselves achieving that result. They feel empowered that, huh, not only is this possible for Graham and for other people, but it's possible for me. That's huge. If you can do that, that'll lead to results and life change. Number two, teach them the truth, right? Tell them the reality of the situation. Don't, don't feel like you have to hide the truth especially if the truth is uncomfortable or disappointing, be the opposite, be the one person on the darn internet that's telling them the truth. And then number three, be available. Walk with them as they take your course and help them as they implement the material, right? Just be alongside them, just be available. Again, you get to put the parameters on how available you wanna be. I'm, I'm very clear with my boundaries. I'm not always available, but still pick a way to be available and that will still get the job done. So my question for you is, if you've already launched an online course 
are you doing at least one of these three things? And then which of these three things do you feel like you need to work on the most for your existing online course or an upcoming online course? Which of these three things do you feel like you need to work on the most? Okay, if you can do all three, it'd be a game changer, but even just dialing in one of them is gonna help. So if you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment below and answer that question. And I don't want you to leave this episode empty handed. If you are ready to launch something in the next 30 days, even if you already have an audience, but you have just been kicking the tires and you're just, you're just waiting till everything's perfect, which it never will be to launch. I wanna give you a kick in the pants. It's my 30 day online income jumpstart guide. Watch it and, and, excuse me, download it. It's not something to watch. You just download it and read it. It's going to give you a four-week checklist of what to do today for the next 30 days to make money and get this thing out the door and launched. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart, download it, read it, take action on it. That's the most important thing. So that's it for today, my friend. Thanks for watching these, for listening. I hope you are well. I hope you're staying healthy and safe. And I will see you on another episode real soon.